0: Dimitri Morris here for another episode of interviewing influencers. Thank you guys for tuning into episode 8. Episode 8 entails Kent Hackle. If you guys don't know Kent, you're missing out. He's a YouTube influencer. He actually is in college right now, but basically, he films the day in the life of a college YouTuber. He's one of the number one college daily vloggers on YouTube. Loves to share his story all the time. Dude is also awesome because he's made a film. They got recognized. It's called Internet Kids. You guys got to go make sure and check it out. It's available on Vimeo, on demand, InternetKidsTheFilm.com. Go check it out. For more information about interviewing influencers, go to interviewinginfluencers.org. There you'll be able to find some more information. If you haven't done so already, subscribe that would be awesome and also subscribe to kent go to youtube.com slash the one kent h hope you guys enjoy this episode and it is live i am honored to be here with kent heckle kent is awesome uh, the real reason why i know kent is because of his awesome youtube channel um uh Kent is a YouTube vlogger. He's one of the largest college daily vloggers. Um, He's good at what he does, Um, and I am super, super excited to have him on this podcast episode today. So Kent, what's going on, my dude? How are you doing? Not much, I'm doing
1: great, doing great. It's a good night tonight, I'm happy. Totally. Uh, Yeah, and you? You doing well?
0: Dude, dude, I'm doing great. Today was a good day. had one class, got a research paper coming soon, but it's okay. Already? Already, right. because I started wow. I started school on the tenth of January, so that's why. Oh, all right, all right. But, yeah, but yeah.
1: <laughs> what are what are you studying? Uh, I'm a mass communication major, so technically a lot most of my classes are relevant to like YouTube and things like that. I'm a like YouTube focused major, so all I do is like take these mass communications classes, and all my teachers make them about YouTube totally. and the internet.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good. That's good stuff. Uh, that's so. Fun. I'd love to start off by asking a kind of general question. What exactly sure. do you do, Kenneth?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I am a college YouTuber, college daily vlogger specifically. Loose, loose quotes on the daily now, but uh, yeah. doing my. Um, uh, I'm also like an Instagrammer. Um, I'm all over all the social medias. My new project right now is at photo on Instagram. I'm like really running hard with that. Um, college. Cool. 10, I am a friend, a boyfriend, a happy guy in general. It's just like a consider like my life like really fun. I love to just hang out and chat with people. So totally yeah. my dude.
0: And I really, <laughs> really appreciate you for being willing uh, to do this. So you said YouTube is a big thing, right? For of course, you? of course. Of course. It's
1: that's how like, that's how I know you right now. Um, youtube is what's, basically like my like stepping stone i would say so i don't want to say there's something after it but like youtube is where what has gotten me everywhere in life right now and i think that that's something i recognize and i'm so grateful for and like something i worked so hard for like i daily vlogged for almost three years straight see like so many doors open for me has been spectacular i mean like i starred in a movie over the summer and now – oh, I, I can't actually say anything more about that. Never mind. But you will here huge, huge things very soon. <laughs> yeah. And
0: you got like – okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ask about this stuff later. But what sparked your interest to do YouTube vlogging?
1: Well, specifically vlogging, I uh, I was watching a lot of YouTubers, just like the big ones, like Shay Carl, Charles Trippy, Ben Brown. This was way before Casey Neistat this was fun for Louie those are my boys Ben and Ben and Louie were my two and uh I was like what what is it with these guys like why are their lives so cool and at the yeah. time it wasn't because they were making so much money this was like three almost four years ago they were like getting by they were doing their thing but they just basically I realized at the core of what they were doing was they put a camera in in front of their face every day and just like forced themselves to do something cool and something worthwhile that someone would want to watch. And when I broke it down to that and realized that putting a camera in front of their face to basically show someone that they can do cool things with their life changed their life immensely. And I went, okay, I can do that. Like how hard could it be, Ken Heckle, having no film experience, no acting experience, no like general knowledge of YouTube, just wanting to go for it. And I dove in head first, made some friends real quick, and I I just did it. Like, it was terrifying. And for the first week, I didn't even post my videos. I just made them and just kept them. And I still actually have them. Who knows? I may do, like, a reaction or a release of them at some point. But, like, if you've seen my first video and you thought that was bad, imagine seven times worse.
0: (laughs) It's all good, though, Um, because you continue to get better and better. So by starting a YouTube channel... What or who pushed you to continue investing time into getting better?
1: Investing my time was my mom. She nice. was the one who I don't think she saw a future with it because she doesn't, she still doesn't even understand social media. Like I called my mom the other day. I was like, mom, I got at photo on Instagram. And she's like, I don't even know what that means, Kent, but all right. like, um, <laughs> Or, you know, like it was basically, she was, she was so adamant about how she wanted me to really be working hard at something and it wasn't that daily vlogging was specifically the right thing but she just said "Ken, can you just can you just work hard at one thing you know don't spend a ton of time on your computer don't spend a ton of time inside just go out and do something i don't care what it was and vlogging happened to be the thing at the time like one of my crazy ideas that i wanted to do when i was like she was probably like oh he's a little do it for a week and keep moving on but no this was something i stuck with because she was just like go just go ken i will support you and to this day my mom is, like, the most supportive person. I tell her anything that's going on with the YouTube world or Instagram or Facebook, and she's just like, I don't know what that means, but I'm so proud of you, and I want you to keep going. Yes. Like, and that, I can't even tell you how much that means. And, you know, my dad followed suit immediately. Like, basically, I just sat down with my parents and explained to them what I wanted to do, and they're like, okay, how can we help? And now uh, we have these conversations like once a week. Where I'm like, "This is what I want to do now with it," and they're like, "Okay, what can we do to make it happen?" Yeah. So and, like, my mom just changed it for me. It was incredible.
0: That is huge, dude. Gotta love yeah. your parents for real. Um, oh, of course. S- seriously, like my dad, like he helped me land an internship
1: interview. You oh, know what of I mean?
0: course. Got, like, got gotta- can't,
1: can't even tell you how valuable that is. Like parents yeah. are they're the keys to everything but the fact of the matter is like you know you follow your own dreams you follow what it is that you want to do and you just you get their support like that's that's what
0: yeah totally and i'd love to dig into like a little bit of your vlogging stuff um i know i know you said it may not be daily but how does it feel to carry a camera around with you i've had a few of my friends that are like into youtubing and like they want to hear from somebody that's a little bit Higher up, and oh, of like, course. how does it feel? Do you, do you find it to be challenging or
1: annoying, or what well? Do you- so here, let me show you. This is my camera right here. I shoot all my vlogs. It's a Sony A sixty three hundred. It's um, it's actually kind of smaller than what a lot of people are shooting on. And this was just my personal choice. I see all these big YouTubers upgrading and upgrading and upgrading to like these big, big cameras, and I said, you know what? What I want to do is just have something that works and have something that can be with me. Maybe not fit in a pocket, but just kind of be a part of me. And after three years, I kind of got used to it. But the big thing I'll say about having a vlog and vlogging in public, that's like normally one of the first questions I get asked, how do I vlog in public, whatever, is just confidence. You just have to believe in what you're doing and knowing that what you're doing for a reason and that you are like proud of what you're doing. It's so easy to just fall into this, oh, I don't want anyone to see me while I'm vlogging. I'm going to go into the other room, do whatever, like – the person who you want to watch on YouTube is the person that whips their camera out at the party and is like, yo, this is what's going on. And like, you just got to own it. You got to be you and just terrifying. I'll tell you that. Like my first month, I was so scared of doing it, but it was the fact that my mother and I just pushed, just kept pushing and I did it. And I carried my camera with me everywhere I went. Then again, when I cameras were much smaller, like the size of my wallet here, it was like, you know real tiny but yeah it was it was just pushing and it was the, the want and or need to continue doing it so you just you find a way you can t- carry on yeah
0: yeah and that confidence like that yeah. eventually leads into your consistency with stuff Um, and I kind of want to know how you got plugged in and recognized um, by by some of these companies like Microsoft and What's the name? Uh, Cyrus and Cyrus and Hanover. Yeah, like, like how? How did that develop? Like, how did that all happen?
1: So the Microsoft story is a cool one. I can tell you that one. Um, Let's see. It all. I mean, it started with the vlog, and it started with me recognizing the presence that I had on the internet. And even no matter what size audience you have, the creator is looking for their niche and looking for what they can attack that no one else can. The, the reason someone watches their videos as opposed to someone else's. And I was like, well, I am a college vlogger. I am going to be the number one college vlogger. Could be self-proclaimed, it could be anything, but I, was, I am going to be the number one college vlogger. And so I basically went like super hard on my website, super hard on all my social medias, putting that message out there. And just through some random connections, Businesses started really coming toward me, and so um, I remember it was specifically I was at the YouTube space with my friend Eric Conover, and uh, oh, that, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's great. I love Eric. He and I like talk like every day. He's my boy. So um, Eric and I were what were we doing there? We were just like editing together, just like hanging out. This was like the first time we'd ever met in person. Yeah, um, we've been internet friends for a long time. Um, anyone have been watching the vlogs for a long time and kind of known of our like friendship? It's really, it's adorable, really. <laughs> um, but I just left the YouTube space and got an email, and it was from just like a marketing company. And they're like, hey, we want to work with you. Microsoft is our client and they want to do a deal. And they're like, can you call us in 15 minutes? And I was like, oh my God. I was on Whoa.
0: the sofa back to my hotel
1: room. And so I was like, yeah, I'll be back in my hotel room in like 10 minutes. Um, here's my phone number. Like, let's do it. And this was blind trust. Just like, soft's trying to call me right now. Um, yeah. So I get my hotel room. My mom is sitting there because she was with me this whole time. She's been kind of acting as momager um, as I parted with me, parted ways with my MCN a few months ago. It was like, okay, I guess this is really happening. Like, I'll just be here, just like with you, supporting you, whatever. And Ended up chatting for like two hours with Microsoft, like getting the whole plan and what had happened, what they wanted to happen. Then went out to VidCon, shot the documentary, flew to Seattle. Right after VidCon, stayed there for like two days, flew all the way back to Maryland. And Microsoft flew out a film crew and we shot like a documentary commercial. And now I'm like, Microsoft's kind of go to guy. I love talking about them. Wow. This, this isn't sponsored, everyone, but. <laughs> I personally do love Microsoft. It's really funny because all my friends see me with the Microsoft Surface and they're like, dude, no way. Like, you're a Mac guy, you're a video editor. And I was like, all jokes aside, it is the best computer I've ever. Used. So, yes, they are very nice to me, but I also really like them. So. Yeah, totally. Thanks to my homies at Microsoft. You guys are great.
0: That is awesome, bro. Like, connections, man, and being consistent.
1: You know, I, I tweeted about this the other day. Oh no, I talked about it in the vlog, or uh, one or the other. I talked about professionalism and specifically like, a really important thing with being a YouTuber is being on camera, being this goofy, silly person is so important. But then the moment you get off camera and you're on the phone with some company or you're like talking to a manager, you want to be a professional version of yourself and represent your brand well. Because when someone can take you seriously, they can then take your work seriously. Yeah. And that changed everything for me when, you know, who, I don't even remember. It was Jake Roper. Jake Roper told me that. He said, you said, just be professional and value your work and may everyone else will then value your work. Ah. I was like, the fun with these companies I like about what I would want this company to think of me as. And I do. And that's how I make it happen. It's great.
0: Totally. Uh, and talking about making it happen. I, I like segues yeah. like that. What is one of the yeah. next steps in your vision? I know, obviously, school, but, like, in and, yeah. and your long-term vision. And you may not know, but I'm just, you know, I'd like to dig into that because I think.
1: Yeah. So, cool right stuff. now, I'm really working hard on the Instagram stuff alongside YouTube. Um, so, I'm, like, running the Instagram accounts at Photo, at Streetwear, at Kitchen, at Hip Hop, at. Um, that is weird. Those are the secret new ones, actually. So you heard it here first, everyone. I guess I just announced it, Um, At Kitchen and At Hip Hop are two new projects of mine. But that's kind of a direction I'm going with. And we just started a company, it's called the Antisocial Friends. And uh, we're just like a collection of people. We run these Instagram accounts. We're just kind of like building them to see what we can do. Like, it's just fun for us. Like, I mean, it's, you know, we found something we enjoyed doing and that was Instagram. And I just, I love forward with that, you know?
0: totally that's cool huh. and i and i follow that photo account yeah, so-, so follow it for real <laughs> that photo some, everyone that photo there's some, there's some cool pictures posted for yeah. sure I like the things uh, and so i'd love to ask about new vloggers because i think we're going to enter a phase in society where there's different generations of vloggers and for the <laughs> up and coming ones do you have any advice
1: yes i do my my most sincere advice, and you will hear this all over the place, but I want you to listen to me say it and I want you to believe it. Just be confident and commit. You know, everyone says, Oh, I'm about to start my YouTube channel. I'm about to start daily vlogging. I'm about to do my thing. Just do it. Just commit. Yeah. Just go for it. Because honestly, someone told me they're like, The best way for someone to see your videos is for you to keep posting them. And I was yeah. like, Well, well yeah, but then I really thought about that and I was like, wait a second. If I post more videos, there's a better chance that someone's going to type in something that I did and they'll find me. And now on my channel, I've been dogging or daily vlogging for like 850 days. Now there's 850 chances for someone to see one of my videos. Even if they don't get a ton of views, it's just it's still there. And it's something yeah. I'm really proud of. It's like do it for yourself, do it for fun, like It's always fun. YouTube is about having fun. It's like the internet. We're all goofy, silly people. Like, you know, share your story and have fun. And as long as you just commit and keep to it, like even right now, like I'm balancing school, I'm balancing YouTube, I'm balancing Instagram, I'm balancing like businesses. This is crazy. I've had any semester so far. And that's really impacting me, but I'm still trying with everything I can to get my vlogs up because that is my base. That is my my foundation for everything else so yeah
0: totally i like that
1: yeah. what do you Tell think? about
0: yeah absolutely and yeah when you make something priority it just happens you know what i mean and you obviously know that um yeah. what do you think makes a youtube content producer great
1: what i think makes a youtube content producer great wow i think resiliency is huge I think resiliency is huge. It's like any any YouTuber, any content creator can just put something up and be like, "Yep, that's my thing," you know. But a, a resilient YouTuber, I'm going to use the example of Jake Roper. Like he's like my mentor in all of this. He's an amazing guy. If you haven't seen his channel, Vsauce Three, please. Birthday yesterday, but Jake told me about resiliency. And he told me about how he has been making YouTube videos for something like. For just for years, I don't know how many, just so long. ability to post something, see that it didn't work, and not take it down, but fix it and carry on and make something better is amazing. All he wants to do is make something better. All he wants to do is make more. He literally has the word more tattooed on his wrist. He cares so much. And then he went through cancer and he still made videos and he still wanted to. And now he's on the other end of that. And I'm so proud of him. He just... He cares so much. And a good content creator like Jake is someone who cares about his work and someone who works hard for it. They never give up. They There's this thing called the gap I love to talk about. The gap yeah. is like your content is always right here. It's always right at the line of like your vision of perfection. But you should always have this little gap here between where your content is to be. Right There should always be that gap. You should always, every time you post, be striving for something a little bit more. Whether that's like when you're editing, you learn a new trick. Whether that's filming, you learn a new transition. Whether that's, you know, you get a new camera. Whatever it is, there should always be that gap, that always something more that you can do. Yeah. Something Like you should never feel the sense of your life being stagnant. Like there should never be like a plateau. Like that's when you know you need to find your new thing to take off. And that's where, like with the vlog, like okay, I'm getting really good at vlogging, in my opinion. What else can I do? And I was like, Instagram. I can do Instagram. And then that was my like, crescendo. And it's great. Totally. Hard work, man. Love that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm
0: gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a twist at you. Uh, yep. What is one thing you wish you could have done better during the first few years of your high school career to better high prepare school? you for now?
1: <laughs> um. I think open-mindedness would have been the most important thing to me. When I was in high school, I was very stuck. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think the easiest thing when you don't know what you want to do in your life is to just get into a slump and, like, hang out on your computer and play on your phone and go to hang out with your friends and then come home and do nothing. Like, you just you, – you aren't, like, focused. But at the same time, you aren't open-minded. And I think – like – being like, okay, I'm just gonna let any suggestion that could come to me, come to me. And take yeah. it for what it is, if it's something I'm interested in. And honestly, being open-minded is exactly where YouTube came from. I didn't know I wanted to be a vlogger. I didn't know I wanted to be like a podcast or Instagram, whatever. It just like happened. And I like watched a vlog one day because YouTube recommended it to me and I was like, whoa, this is sweet. You actually wanna know something funny? I remember exactly the first time I saw one of Fun for Louis videos. I One of my biggest passions in life is solving Rubik's Cubes. I'm sure I've made that kind of clear in blogs. I kind of always just have one with me, like 24-7. this is like my brain thing, just like at work. And uh, like I was watching a Fun for Louie video and and he, like a recommended video, or I was watching a Rubik's Cube video and a Fun for Louie video was recommended. And I was like, what the heck? So I clicked on it, loved it. Watched like 50 of his videos, then found Ben, watched like a hundred of Ben's videos, and that led me in like amazing directions. At this point, I think I had like seen a couple of other YouTubers, but nothing really specific, just YouTuber was a thing, didn't know any of that. Yeah. And then it was just there, it was just like, like I was like, okay, I want to be a YouTuber now, Okay. Now I wanted to like get 10,000 or I want to get a thousand or a hundred subscribers really. And then I wanted to get a thousand and then I wanted to keep working toward more goals. And I wanted to just keep carrying on what I was doing. But there, like I said, there's always that crescendo. It was always what's next. It was never what I have right now. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. That's so important to focus on. Totally. Uh, and for, okay,
0: for the next question. It may not apply to you, but I'd love to no. ask it.
1: Do you yeah. have any morning or weekly routines? I do. I have plenty. Um Ooh. <laughs> My morning routine is I, like, definitely just – I jump out of bed and I jump in the shower. I normally love, like, a good morning shower. I think that's, like, a good, like, focusing time for me. And then um, on my way to class, I either skate or walk, but that's always, like, a silent time for me. And I, I, I guess I talk to people sometimes, but – finding that silent time for myself in the morning whether that's the shower whether that's just chilling in my room for a little bit whatever it is and just like a silent time to think and prepare for the day um like that's huge for me in the morning and then at the end of the day my roommate joey and i were like two really happy-go-lucky like we love life type of people and pretty much every night we do a highlight and gratitude session where we just say like what our highlight for the day was and what we're grateful for and it's super quick it's like Um, My highlight of the day was solving a Rubik's cube and my gratitude for the day is I'm grateful for my teacher for allowing me to have an extension on that assignment. It's like, it's, it's nothing serious. It's simple, but that like daily affirmation of good in your life, like a highlight and gratitude is two insanely positive things about your life. And if you affirm that every night before you go to bed, I used to do it in the vlogs. So huge. And it's hard to realize it, but like, what you're doing for yourself is you're forcing yourself to be a happier and better person. And so I'm all about the highlight and gratitude. That's like love of my life. I love it. It's great. I, that's
0: it's awesome. I may
1: do that, you know, try some new oh, stuff definitely. out for sure. Like even if you just like write it down, even you write it down or just say it to yourself, like whatever it is, like dude is huge. It's going to change your life. I'm serious. And then like going back and reading it too. So cool.
0: Boom. Yeah. Alright, I kind of know the answer to this question, but if you were to meet any other vlogger on YouTube, who would it be? Has it already happened?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I've got a couple that I'm like really big on right now. So, um, I think the answer you're looking for, thinking of Casey Neistat?
0: Uh, am I wrong for thinking it was Ben Brown? Oh, well no, it is Ben
1: Brown. Ben and Louie oh. and- Casey, those are my boys. Okay. Um, with the way Buffer and like VidCon and all these things have worked, like my idols are kind of now moving in the direction of being like, just like my friends and like I guess. Sorts. So like Casey was like this, this absolute monster idol for me. Okay. And I'd been blogging for a year before he even started, but I'd known about him for like ever. I feel like. And it was just so fun to like watch Casey do his thing, and I thought that was really cool. And I was like, man, I always want to be Casey. But even before that, it was Ben Brown. And I like I always wanted to meet Ben Brown. I was like, when am I ever going to meet Ben Brown? And before that, it was Fun for Louie. And then it happened. Fun for Louie, I met at Playlist Live. Uh, don't even remember when I don't even remember when. I went as a guest. I had like a couple hundred viewers at that point. Loved yeah. life. It was so exciting. Then the, next, then the next time I met Ben Brown, he came with, to a Jeremy Loops concert in Annapolis. And I met Ben and we became pretty good friends and we chat all the time now. And then at VidCon, and, and helped shoot Casey's vlog, and now, like, we chat all the time, and Casey's like, whenever you want to come to New York City, please come through, and I, that is huge. Yeah. I think the one person right now that I really want to meet is uh, Yoon Olsen. He's, like, a a big daily vlogger. Have you ever heard of Yoon?
0: I haven't. That's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah, he makes these, like, super spectacular videos. They're beautiful. He shoots them all on a red epic, I think. It's like a 4K camera or 6K. Ooh. And he vlogs on that, it's ridiculous. He and his filmer Marcus. Marcus is like a good buddy of mine, so I like really want to meet you now. Yeah. It's like, and the cool thing about, like I remember how I talked about professionalism. It's yeah. not about these guys because I'm like a huge fan. It's meeting them because I think common already. And we could be friends basically. Yeah. Like, selfishly, I totally want to be friends with these guys because they're my idols. Like. Yeah. You know, as much as I am a YouTuber or whatever, I'm still a 20-year-old kid, and like, you know, when I met John Bellion, my favorite musical artist, a couple months ago, I, like, freaked out. And I was like, okay, like, I need to be calm for the vlog, but I'm, like, losing my mind here.
0: I love that guy. That's
1: huge. Like, how, yeah. can, I, how can I explain that? So, I don't know. It's fun. It's really great that there's always, like, a, another perspective to be had. There's another, like, you look at any YouTuber, for example at Buffer Fest, I had a good long chat with Charles Trippy. And I was like, Charles man, like I you were probably one of the first like vloggers I'd ever seen, you know, like with Louie and all those boys. They all kind of like mingled and I was like the fact that I'm just like standing here with you. I had just screened my video on stage with Charles there. That I was I was so excited. I was I was like livid, honestly. And he was like, dude, it's okay, like like, you don't have to, like, worry about, like, being, like, a fan or whatever. Like, we're all fans of each other. Like, we're all little kids at heart. We all love watching YouTube videos. And okay. so, you know, when when I met these people, it's it's not like I'm a huge fan of you. I just, like, think we have so much in common. I want to be friends with you. Yeah, totally. Honestly, the first time I had met um, – who was it? It was Shea Carl. First time I met Shea, he had seen my videos before. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and the same thing. Okay, ready. A long time ago, I oh, well, not a long time ago. I'm still a huge fan of Hoodie Allen. First time I ever met Hoodie Allen, he had seen my videos the day before, and he was like, "I knew you were coming to the concert because I watched your videos." And I was like, "What are you talking about, You're Hoodie Allen?" And like, it was the wow. coolest thing that ever happened to me. So, like, I am still just as big a fanboy, even though Hoodie was probably just like yeah this Kent guy's a chill dude like he's a YouTuber too I'd love to hang with him and I was like oh my god like losing my mind
0: yeah totally dude all that is so 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 cool
1: like yeah.
0: wow uh, and I'd love to sort of close up this episode um, with one question and I think we forget that we're, we're we were made to create let um, me get let me get bogged down in all this stuff that just doesn't matter um, for the people that are, like, wanting to pursue something new, what advice would you give to them?
1: For anyone wanting to pursue something new? Yeah. Commitment is... I don't care if you're super good at what you're doing already or not good. Just being committed to it. That you want to get from point A to point B and finish the work that you started. Yeah. Yeah you know in many many times in my life i've like started a project and been, like i can't finish but something inside me pushed to finish just get some get to some sort of goal and that changed everything that's the reason i'm a vlogger that's the reason i do anything i do today it was because i recognized that i am here and i want to be over there how do i get here and it was just hard work and it was commitment and it was just going for it i've started like multiple clothing companies i've started like merchandising i've started vlogs i've started instagrams and everything i'm doing i just commit to and that has been the difference that's been the reason i am sitting here today talking to you like it is commitment so whatever it is whatever it could possibly be if you want to get better at drawing you just need to commit and just practice and just keep doing it so yeah it is everything is possible that is the one thing i've learned from doing all this youtube stuff is there is no limit to what i can And that is something I'm really excited about.
0: Totally. Totally. Thank you so much, Kent. I think that's gonna pretty much conclude it. Yeah. Um, guys, go check out Kent. Um, I'm a big fan of him. Um, he's like one of the few vloggers I watch. Um, oh, thank you. He's, he's awesome. And I really appreciate him being on this episode. Uh, make sure you guys um, go follow Kent on Instagram, Twitter, and then make sure you subscribe uh, and you'll find some more of his awesome content. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Peace and blessings. Bye,
1: everyone.
0: For more information about interviewing influencers, be sure to hit up interviewinginfluencers.org. There you'll be able to find some more information. Thank you, guys. Hope you have a blessed week. Do something nice for somebody and be a light in the world we live in. Take care.